Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word BILLS to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus IHR radio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's BILLS to 200-200. Oh, come on. Ah, yes. Hello. How you doing? It's your morning ritual. Thank you for hanging out. It's Garrett Lewis on KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. And do we have some stuff for you? Holy smokes. Three things that I think you need to know. Number one, Trump. Uh, man, Trump's making some some news. Number one, Trump news. Uh, he tells a bunch of people in the media. He's very honest. He, he talks to them. Yeah, I can't wait. I'd love to talk to Robert Mueller as long as my lawyers say it's all good. I'd love to talk to this guy in the Mueller investigation. I have nothing. I'd, it's all good. Unlike Hillary, I'll do it under oath. And then he mocks some reporters. We'll get to that. He also um, totally freaked out people that I believe don't get him. And I used to, I think I always got him, but it's, it's still so new. But he apparently said that uh, he has a... Um, well, in the, the, the deal that they're working on for uh, immigration, illegal immigration, whatever... Uh, he sees a pathway to citizenship for DACA illegal aliens. He said, we're going to morph into it in 10 to 12 years. And then right after that, a White House staffer said, nah, you know what? These are just things we're talking about. It's not like a done deal. We're just talking about it. And all of a sudden, everybody again is totally freaking out. Remember when they freaked out like two weeks ago? And they're like, he said he'd sign any bill. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's all part of the game. I could be wrong. You could say, Gary, you idiot, you got bamboos. Maybe I will. But I think it's all part of the game, and I will explain. Second thing that I think you need to know, the cracks are starting. This just happened minutes ago, and we'll play the soundbite. A Democratic senator says, oh, we totally need a wall. Uh, uh. You know what's funny? You have a Democratic senator that says that, and two Republican senators from state, the state of Arizona will not say that. <laughs> yes, Joe Manchin said, we, we're going to get a wall. It's going to happen. We're going to... yeah." It's happening. It's all part of the game. Remember what, by the way, how do I know this about Trump? Remember, and he just listened to his words. Remember what he said? I like to be unpredictable. I like to be unpredictable. And I keep telling you that. Every time you lose faith in the dawn. I, 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 whoa. I know, and I in the past, I'm, okay, it's whoa, so you're whoa, like, whoa, man. what's going on? Whoa, whoa. All right, so we have that. I mean, the Democrat, one, one is now coming around. He said, by the way, Chuck will come around too. Chuck Schumer. Crying yeah, well. Chuck. That's what Joe Manchin. You want to know why? Chuck, what? You want to know why? why? All we do is win, win, win. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Third thing I think you need to know, and this is a beaut here, Clark. Uh, was it just a few days ago we had the story about Tucson? It was this week, wasn't it? Tucson was the, or was it last week? Tucson was uh, the slowest growing, it was Friday, slowest growing economy in the, it was because when Finch was in here, state of, uh, in, in the country, uh, in the country. Slow, we were negative growth from 2011 to 2016. Well, we are also number one again. Tucson is the number one city for minimum wage workers to live. Yeah, baby. I mean, it's something to be proud of. Where's Regina Romero and Steve Kazachik when you need them, right? Where, where, yeah, like, can you get the Kazachik sound? But I know we have all these different sounds. In honor of, of this great thing that Tucson is, and I'll put it on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Please like it and follow it. It's really that easy. So what, what, let, me just, let me just tell you really quick, Tucson, again, the number one city. Uh, it, was, it was in different, CNBC had it, and then I, this, this real estate daily 
news.com Tucson ranks number one best city for minimum wage earners, which, you know, they, that, well, that's a good thing. Excuse me. Uh, what? Yes. Number one, two, Fresno, Ryan's favorite Fresno, <sighs> three, Mesa, seven, Phoenix, five, Detroit. I'm just letting you know. Yep. Um, low housing. Grocery and utility costs make Tucson one of the cheapest places to live. Maybe that's why we're call center capital USA. The median rent, monthly rent in the city is is just sixty miles, of course, from the border. It's only six hundred twenty eight bucks, seventh lowest on the list. That's why you can live in Tucson for less than fifty grand a year. Yes, yes, yes. The number one place for minimum age workers, and it's going to continue as long as we also have morons like Steve Kazachik. Right after he won re-election, unfortunately, he he doesn't like winning and jobs and economic growth. He said this. The 2016 presidential election. And I am grateful to all of you who cared enough about this community to not sit this one out. It is fundamentally important to preserving the values, Tucson values, who we are. Tucson values. That we now, as Joe was saying earlier, get energized, continue to be energized, and participate in the democratic process to make sure that we don't turn Tucson over, oh. Southern Arizona area, the Pima no. County region over, to the Trump theology, which is quite frankly what it is, that oh. uh, has no business in this community. So thank oh, you there you go. That's all we need. We so there you go. For showing- uh, the Trump theology. Oh, he means ideology. We can't have, like, you know, lower taxes, more businesses, people investing, jobs created, wage growth. We can't have that stuff here. Don't be a jerk. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Not happening. So, isn't that just, uh, isn't that nice? That's fantastic, right? Yeah. So we have that, which is cool. All right, uh, let's hear the uh, the Joe Manchin soundbite, if you don't mind. This is just part of it. We're going to have more coming up. Uh, Joe Manchin. Uh, yes, there, there it is, number 36. Joe Manchin, this morning on CNN. Uh, I mean, it, it's this is where the, the the winning is happening. Here we go. Listen. And then you have the border, the border security, border wall, whatever you want to call it. They're getting into a tiff about this, Chris. We have to have border security. We know that. Mm-hmm. So if the president calls it a border wall, we do need wall. We need to repair oh. some wall. We need to build some new wall. We need other technologies, too. Whoa. You have never heard a Democratic congressman or senator say we need the wall. Right. Even Martha McSally, when she was asked about it, it was always a him and a haw. Well, well, we don't need a 2000 mile. No, we don't need this. We don't need. Tell me what we do need there, Martha. Tell me. And by the way, again, why isn't Martha upset about all of these uh, secret society things? I just I just don't understand why Martha just doesn't really come to the back of her uh, her uh, her boy crush Trumpster. I just don't get it. So I'm telling the winning is happening. It is there. Um he is make he is putting so much pressure on the Democrats. And by the way, this wouldn't happen if there was going to be a gigantic midterm wave for the Democrats in November. It wouldn't happen. Uh, Joe Manchin is uh, a Democratic senator, and he's feeling the pressure. Uh, his state overwhelmingly went for Trump. Hillary went there, remember, and she's like, I'm going to close all the coal mines. You guys are going to put you guys out of business. Yeah. And Joe Manchin's like, oh, crap. So uh, if Joe Manchin wants to keep his job, he is going to say what he is saying. 
And people realize, I think Democrats like Joe Manchin realize, we just shut down the government. We tried. It was stupid. But uh, we really thought that people would think that, you know what, niceties, love, niceties, foolishness is the best. And that's what we're doing because we're going to try to, uh, you know, we're going to close down. We're going to stand up for the rights of illegal aliens because they deserve to be here. doesn't matter when they came, who brought them. doesn't matter. We're going to shut it down. And Americans are like, wait a second. I worked my butt off. What are you doing? What's going on? Right? What's, hap- what's happening? And, uh, and, and it backfired. And I think the Democrats are reeling, realizing, oh, my God, people actually really do want this wall. They really do want the border to be secured. And it's probably not a good idea to say this is stupid and it's dumb and everything. People, they're, they're finally out of their little bubble. And they're realizing, yeah, oh, my God, people do have walls around their properties of their homes to keep other people out. And it's okay. They're not called racist for it, right? You ever want to look at your neighbor and go, why do you have a wall to keep me out? What are you, racist? I mean, it's just the stupidest thing you ever heard in your life. So I think they're realizing, man, there's, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, by the way, let's hear the Trump thing real quick. 28. Can you do 28 if you don't mind, Ryan? This is what's freaking out people. And I understand why it would freak them out, but I really believe that I understand the Trumpster. And it's all part of the process. Listen to this. Here we go. Do you want but citizenship for we're dreamers? Going to, uh, we're going to morph into it. It's going to happen what at some point mean? in what the future. Over, over, a period, over a period of 10 to 12 years, somebody does a great job. They've worked hard. It gives incentive to do a great job, but they've worked hard. Uh, they've done terrifically, whether they have a little company or whether they work or whether whatever they're doing, if they do a great job, I think it's a nice thing to have the incentive of, after a period of years, being able to become a citizen. How many years, Mr. Sense, President? We're looking at 10 or 12. 10 or 12 years. Whoa. You want, oh my God, this is it. He's selling us out again. Holy crap. What is going on? I can't trust this guy. I don't get it. Why, how can he do this? Now, again, if you, if you don't like Trump, you know what you're saying. He's a confused old moron. I mean, it's, I don't care if that, that White House doctor said he scored 30 out of 30 for the cognitive test. He's obviously jacked up in the head, and he's got, like, dementia and Alzheimer's, and he's not all there. How? Because he's, he's nuts. He's, he's speaking in circles. What's going on? Yeah, rope-a-dope. Rope-a-dope. Let me uh, tell you a couple things. Again, as soon as this happened, Bloomberg, an administration official who briefed reporters on condition of anonymity, later clarified the path of citizenship is a discussion point rather than a planned policy proposal. Well, of course, they're covering for him. He's crazy. He's stupid. He's this. He's that. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You think so? You think so? And maybe you do. 880-KNST. 880-5678. Maybe you think so. Okay? So you, you have that possibility. He, he's just nuts. He's this. He's that. Blah, blah. Well, there's something that's... I mean, I, I personally don't think so. And by the way, what happened is that John Kelly, the chief of staff, looked at a bunch of reporters, surprised, and said, hey, come on into the, uh, come on to the office. The president wants to say a few words. I'll answer your questions. They well, really? He goes, oh, it's off the record, but you can record it. There's a reason why they did that. Here's a story that's not getting a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of play. Politico. Budget talks progress as Senate Dems drop Dreamer demand. Oh, oh my. Wait, what? Wait, what? Senate Democrats are willing to drop their demand that relief for Dreamers be tied to any long-term budget agreement. 
a potential boost for spending talks, but one that could face opposition for the, from their House counterparts. But they don't have enough members of the House to stop it. All of a sudden, Democrats are realizing, holy crap, America is overwhelmingly against what we're thinking, trying to look out for illegals, because nobody's looking out for them. Oh, duh, that's what got Trump elected. So, that is huge. So they had to, oh, three weeks, February 8th, funding goes to February 8th. They better come up with a deal. All of a sudden, Democrats shut down the government for illegal aliens. And the Republicans, finally with Trump, who's a branding wizard, owned them and said, you shut this down. You're doing it for uh, illegal aliens. We're looking out for Americans. And all of a sudden, they're like, all right, we don't want to get you know, our butt kicked again. Sorry, illegals. We're not going to shut the government down again for you. The, the budget thing is totally different, totally different than a DACA situation, which is what Republicans were saying. And the Democrats at the time as of Thursday and Friday and last week, we're like, no, it's the same thing, and there's other stuff. Oh, yeah. Senate Democrats are willing to drop their demand that relief for DREAMers be tied to any long-term budget agreement. I mean, that is freaking huge. Huge. Oh, boy. I'm telling you. Dick Durbin. Said, quote, we're viewing immigration and spending on separate terms because they're on separate paths. Oh, yeah. So they realize it's a no win situation and people will hate them that much more. You want to know what this means? Also, again, there's going to be no incoming blue wave in November. They have no chance of winning this. They don't have it. Because let me tell you, when they do give in, you know who's going to take credit? Trump and the Republicans. They finally have a guy that's winning the PR battle. We haven't had a Republican win the PR battle since, what, Reagan? Remember Bush used to just take in the shorts and never say anything. We'd die. Come on, speak up. And he'd get his butt kicked on TV and everything else. And Trump owns these clowns. We have more sound bites. We'll get to it. 880-KNST, 880-5678. We will continue because we have to. And then wait till you hear, by the way, University of Arizona. They are, holy smokes, you want to talk about radical, out of their minds, insane? They are recruiting feminist interns. Wait till you hear what they want feminist interns to do on the U of A campus. And, they, and they're making them pay to do this. It's coming up. KNST AM 792, Sons. Most stimulating talk. Talk. Six thirty. thank you for hanging out. Went a little bit long there. Sorry about that. Headline in so many different websites. Trump sees a pathway to citizenship. Pathway... Telling it's a PR gig. Again, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're like, Gary, you're an idiot. You're going to fall for this. It's whatever. 50 outside right now. Going to be 76 and sunny today. 76 and sunny. So uh, enjoy it because that's why we live here. Um, uh, I want you to hear uh, the Trumpster really fast. And then we'll get to the end. In about 10 minutes, uh, we will get to this U of A story. Because this is this is crazy. So uh, let's do, uh, do we have time? We always have time. I know. Uh, let's just talk about him testifying under oath. 27, let's do 27, where he starts mocking the reporter, which I think is hilarious. He had the reporters, again, in, in the Oval Office, and he's just like, uh, all right, uh, or in some office in the White House, and he's like, uh, you know what, I'd, I'd love to talk to Mueller. And they're like, really? What's going on? Under oath? Under oath? And he starts, he starts giving it back to the reporter. Listen to this. Here we go. 
Oh, you mean like Hillary did it under? Who said that? Oh. I said that. Oh. Did you do it under oath? Uh, oh, you said it. You did say, you say a lot. Did Hillary do it under oath? I have no idea what I'm going to ask. I think you have an idea. Do you, you have an idea? Do you think you Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Do you not have an idea? Uh, you really not have an idea? <laughs> I'll give you an idea. She didn't do it under oath. But I would do it under oath. Listen. But I would do it. And you know she didn't do it under oath, right? She would do it under oath. If you didn't do it, if you didn't know about Hillary, then you're not much of a reporter. <laughs> Say it. To reach a higher standard, you would do it under oath. Oh, I would do it under oath. Absolutely. Look at this hand while the other hand does something else. What's even, going on? Even better, he calls them out on mm-hmm. their yep. willful. But he's crazy. Dumbness. He's just dumb. I mean, he's just stupid. He can. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, you know, your gut wants to doubt him. I get it. He said a pathway to citizenship. You're insane, Gary. Uh huh. We'll have more on this uh, later on, probably the next hour. Uh, Six thirty-three on KNST AM seven ninety. However, the University of Arizona. We had Mark Fincham, State Rep. Mark Fincham, in here Friday, talking about he has a bill that wants to clean up basically universities. He wants oversight of every university, not just the Arizona border regions, and basically defend your business plan. Why do you have these classes? This class is dumb. Why are you doing this? Why are you paying for that? And have them compete by having different uh, tuition. Uh, to make it, you know, more attractive. Let's say it's some competition going on, make it more affordable for students. Here's an example of what is wrong with the University of Arizona. When we get back, they are recruiting feminist interns to do things that are insane. It's coming up. Here's the latest from Fox. Hey, it's a good thing you're here. He has a lot to tell you. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. It's 641. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, don't forget, by the way, State of the Union... We're having a watching party. It's going to be Tuesday, 7 o'clock start at Mr. On's. I hope you can join me. We're going to carry the State of the Union, of course, Tuesday night at 7 as well. You can watch it with me. Mr. On's, Orkland, Rudisil. Good time had by all. Uh, there are three things I think you need to know. Number one, the Trumpster has made some news. He told a gaggle. I love the word gaggle. A gaggle. That's what they call it. Yeah, a gaggle of reporters. Right? He's told a gaggle of reporters. Uh, he can't wait to talk to Mueller, as long as his lawyers say it's okay. Thinks two or three weeks. We'll do it under oath, unlike Hillary. He also then made news freaking out people by saying, I also see a pathway to citizenship. We'll morph into that for these DACA illegal aliens. Oh, yeah, or we call them dreamers, whatever. I see it 10 to 12 years. They can get it. I mean, it just motivates them. They'll do it great. Of course, then an administration official said, yeah, no, that's only a policy talking point. It's not that we're going to do it and stuff like that. Um, how about that one, huh? How about that one? Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, the cracking begins. Democratic Senator Joe Manchin, the first that I know of, goes on CNN minutes ago and says, yeah, you know what? We're going to get a wall. We're going to get a wall. We need a wall. Call whatever you want. We need that. We need it. We need it. That's because he also said, I'm running for re-election. And he was, listen, he... I'm willing to work with the president and all kinds of stuff. We need a wall. He voted against tax reform, by the way. That's going to hurt him. That's why he's trying to get out in front on this. But you think he's the only one? You don't think that they see in Democratic states, um, in states that Trump won, that have Democratic senators up for re-election, that they're in big trouble? Oh, yeah. Third thing I think you need to know, uh, the latest awesome story about Tucson. Tucson is the number one city to live in for minimum wage workers. Something to be proud of, right? You know, when you set your goals like here, you can achieve so much. Uh, thank you very much, Mayor Rothschild, Kazachik, the rest of them. By the way, Chief Magnus still silent. Those are three things I think you need to know. Chief Magnus still silent. 
uh, about the whole situation uh, about those uh, those two brothers that had a bunch of stuff stolen from their home burglarized. Uh, they did send me a message that apparently, I guess, a detective that was on the case, like the head detective, heard, heard, he listens, thank you for listening, and he apologized and everything, but still nothing from the chief himself. I'm telling you, know, if the brothers want something to happen, maybe this is what you need to do in Tucson, by the way. If, you have, if you're the victim of a crime, uh, say you're either an L, a G, a B, or a T, and they'll probably show up like that. Maybe even the chief will show up like that, because I mean, we can't. We can't have any LGBT people. The H people, you're on, and I'm hetero. You're on your own. You've had it good enough. But if you're like, listen, I'm a victim of a burglary, and you call nine one one, and the dispatcher TBD's like, uh, yeah, I gotcha. Um, we're a little busy right now. It's going to be a little bit. And you go, did I mention I'm gay? And then, we're on it. Send him out. Send everybody. That's what's going to happen. Not that there's anything wrong with that. And when they get there, be like, look, I'm not really gay. I identify as gay, but I'm really gay. Leave me alone. I can be whatever I want to be. Speaking of that, at the University of Arizona, this is why this show is so damn unique. (laughs) At the University of Arizona, this is from Campus Reform, uh, they are recruiting feminist interns to fight heterosexism. Yep, and then they can get a job as a single woman that hates men and never gets married. There you go, yes. To a man. Yes. But yes. they'll save cats. Leave that alone. I have a cat. You had a cat. Oh, can yeah. you just stop stereotyping yeah. about the cat we, thing? We have the proper number of cats. They'll have like 42 of them. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah. I'll give you that. This is, uh, you have to hear this to believe it. Not only are they recruiting feminist interns... To fight heterosexism. How does that get you a job? Like when you intern somewhere, you do it to gain a professional experience, right? To get a job somewhere. I was an intern. Part of my interning when I was at a radio station is that they made me dress up in a skirt to give out tickets to a baseball game. That's nothing. I, I didn't like it, I know, but it's just a bunch of crap. But yes, and, and because I did that, now I am your talk show host. So, yay. <laughs> I was Panda Purple. For the Barney movie. Great babe. Oh, out. okay. No, no, not great babe. <laughs> oh, it's funny, dude. What else? I got set on fire. Attacked by dogs. Dressed up as Madonna with See, the cone bra. When you do the music stuff, <laughs> bad news. Oh. So, uh, University of Arizona is recruiting feminist interns to help fight racism, classism, sexism, ableism, and heterosexism right there on the campus. Is that stuff happening? Jazz, we have Jasmine here. Jasmine, uh, uh, you're taking a break, but you went to the U of A for a little bit, right? Isn't I did, that yeah. you did? Did you see the racism, classism, sexism, ableism, and heterosexism on the campus? I did, but I ignored it. You did? Yes. What was it? Which one? All of it? All of it. Really? And you ignored it? Yeah. You so you were a victim. I hated being on campus. Did you? Yeah. Well, you just didn't like the people. So I dropped out. You were, so you were a peopleist. Yes. You're an anti-peopleite. Exactly. Okay. So there you go. So you saw the the, the ableism. You know what ableism is? No. Ableism is is when uh, you apparently I, what is it? Isn't that like if if you think that uh, if you're like if a handicap and can you even say that anymore? Um, What's your golfing handicap? Yeah, that too. Uh, that, I think that I forget that, that that's what ableism is. Is that like you're able to do something but others are not, so you can't do it or say anything about it because it makes them feel bad. Yes, it's this is this people have way too much time. This is why college is a ripoff, right? 
Yes, discrimination in favor of able-bodied people. That's what it comes down to. So, like, you know, if somebody's, you know, rolling along in a wheelchair and you decide, you decide to, like, jog somewhere, you are discriminated against someone because you're able-bodied and they are not. Oh, this is why I don't jog. Yeah, that's the reason. Yes, it is. Uh-huh. I want to be inclusive on everybody. <clears throat> the unpaid internship is not free. Participants must take at least one three-credit course hosted by the Women's Studies Department, of course, at a cost of $3,029 for in-state students and $4,888 and a nickel for non-residents. So nobody's really signing up for classes. Let's just say you do an internship of crazy things, but then you got to pay to do the... So not only do you pay to go to school, I mean, you do the internship, you have to pay for the class? I'm trying to remember if I had to pay because you had to sign up for like an internship like it was required when I was in school. I don't know if you had to pay for those credits or you just, I, I can't remember. But anyway, this is just nuts, isn't it? Uh, it's hosted by the school's women's center. The Force. Feminists organized to resist, create, and empower. Force. It recruits student interns each semester to help create a feminist community and host educational programs for the U of A students. Now, again, Mark Fincham was here, state rep, and he was talking about, and I've always said, why, why the hell are we subsidizing these things? Like, why are we doing this? What, is, what kind of job, can you, besides a community organizer, and that's not even a job, what actual job where you earn a living and contribute to society do you get from this? This shouldn't even be there. The, the women's center doesn't even need to be on the campus, in my estimation. Is there a man's center? Why do you have to have a women's center? Jasmine, you're the only woman on this show. And I'm, I'm going on a limb. I know it's 2018. I mean, you, do you identify as a man or are you actually a woman? Jasmine's training right now. I'm a woman. Okay, so you're okay with that, me calling you a woman. Please call Doesn't me offend a woman. you. Okay. Did you ever go to the women's center while you were on the U of, U of A campus? No. Did you know there was a women's center? I had no idea. There you go. So there you have it. Okay. So I know I, what you're saying. I just but, like the fact that you're asking questions. You're all loud. And she's like, yeah, no, speak up. No. Speak up. You got to be on the radio no. from the diaphragm. Sorry. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> so anyway, so you have this situation where you have this, up whatever next. it is, this women's center where they do things. They fight this stuff, right? And all this blah, 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 blah. So it says right here again, a feminist community. They host educational programs. I know what you're saying. Garrett, what kind of educational programs will they actually have? So glad you asked. Uh, They have, they have events. Yay! One of them is dedicated to making crafts out of expired condoms provided by the U of A Women's Center. Oh yeah, let it sink in. We subsidize this. I don't know what you're thinking. Why do they have expired condoms? Because I'm thinking any woman that hangs out at the women's center is going to have zero shot with any man because no man wants to get close to that. So, yes, all the condoms will remain unused. Hey, how's it going? How are you doing? Oh, hey, I'm good. Yeah, that's great. Where where are you going? I got to go to some of the women's center. See you later. No part of that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's the reason. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> they have a, an event titled "Deconstructing Cis Normativity." Uh, yes, deconstructing cis normativity. I like deconstructing like apple crisp. You know, having on a plate with you, you have like a dessert. You know, you have like that the ice cream, and then you have like 
the crumbles and the apples and, you know, you de- deconstruct a, a lasagna maybe if you want. But de- deconstructing cis normativity, which is basically uh, being a straight dude. That's what it is. Remember like the whole cisgender thing with yeah. South Park? Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. So I mean, all these things, by the way, uh, I, and they have Facebook, right? Here, I went to the Facebook page, deconstructing cis normativity. Uh, it says right here, join us for a conversation on creating loving, inclusive spaces for people of all gender minorities. I am that girl deconstructing cis normativity. Uh, it took place this past March 30th. Yeah. Yeah. This is great. It says here, just to be clear, I am that girl details. I am that girl is an open and safe space for all trans women, cis women, trans men, cis men, GNC slash NB folk. I don't even know what that is. Wait, what? GNC, not the vitamin place. GNC slash NB folk. I, I don't know. And all gender minorities. Do you, do you know anything about this? Do you, and, no. no, I no. I don't understand. G That's new to me. GNC slash NB. Those people. I. NB. NB. Is that anything happened to that? Okay, what, what is that? Just get. Well, no, no, just, just take away the folk. Take away the folk. And just, yeah, let's see what comes. It's one of the nine gender and sexuality acronyms that we should learn. Learn it! G, okay, GNC, gender nonconforming. Holy sm- Like, it's almost scary to have children because, you know, your nightmare is your, your kid coming home with it. You know what, mom, dad, I just want you to know, I'm GNC. This is like, like Craigslist dating acronyms uh, or something. I don't know. It's got to be. What go down? What's, what's NB? What's NB? Do they have an NB? TERF? T-E-R? Tran- wait, 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 wait. I love it. Trans exclusionary radical feminist. I'm a TERF. A turf war. I don't know. The quilt bag. Quilt you're a, bag. You're a, is that John, Jeff Flake? Quilt bag. <laughs> Queer questioning, undecided, oh. intersex, lesbian, transgender, transsexual, bisexual, allied, asexual, gay, gender, queer. I was thinking hair bag. Sorry. I don't, and they, I don't even know what the NB is, so it doesn't matter. Is there any NBs? Uh, there it is. What? No, AAB. No, I don't, I don't know. CD, cross-dressing. Okay. MSM. This is good. Men who have sex with men. Isn't that really? just like, like regular? Isn't that like man-seeking man? I thought that's... Like in an AOL chat room. Anyway, uh, all right, six fifty four. We'll have more <laughs> of this later on. Yeah, room. you know we're going to do more on this uh, in the next hour at seven ten because there's more to this story about what is done and it is so insane, so nuts. I'll put this also on my Facebook page and I'll tweet it out at Garrett Lewis on Twitter, Facebook.com/slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. We'll continue six fifty four KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word money to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's money to 708 on this Thursday. Yeah, baby. One second. One ear right out the other. This is the whole point. Hey, make it louder. Make it louder, Jasmine. I like this. It's part of the training. 
Yes, no louder, louder. Come on. I like that part. All right, it's your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792-SONS, most stimulating talk. Uh, Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, the Trumpster has made news. He uh, told a a group of reporters, or a gaggle as I like to say. I got a gaggle of scotch. Anyway, a group of reporters uh, that he can't wait to talk to Robert Mueller. Wants to do it under oath, unlike Hillary. And then decided to make waves and, and confuse the hell out of people by saying, I think that we uh, we need a pathway to citizenship for uh, DACA uh, illegal aliens. Those those dreams, whatever you, he confuses again the DACA and dreamers, or maybe did it on purpose. Who knows? Uh, Ten to twelve years, they should get it. That's what should happen. Then, of course, then an administration official walked it back and said, "No, no, no, no that's not going to happen. That's just a talking point." He's throwing it out there. He's 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 putting people all over the place. What does he want? What does he? Need? It's all part of the negotiation. I'm telling you. I'm telling. That's my gut tells me that after getting owned by him, after doubting him, and then he comes back and. Does the right thing. So that, that's that's what I think. Okay. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, Democratic Senator Joe Manchin, first Democrat that I know of that said, yeah, we need the wall. We should build the wall. He said it this morning on CNN because he wants to win re-election. Yep. In West Virginia, he's facing a tough battle. He voted against tax reform, which is creating wealth and jobs and giving people their money back in West Virginia. Good luck with that one, Joe and all of a sudden, he's like, well, crap, I got to do something. I will totally work with the president. We need a wall. Oh, boy. And he said it's going to happen. This is called winning. Uh, third thing I think you need to know, this is a beaut for Tucson. Tucson uh, is now ranking. It's on CNBC, other websites. Tucson is the number one best city for minimum wage earners to live. I mean, that's, that's phenomenal. I mean, you should be proud of that. And I'm sure the dopes at the city council, Mayor Rothschild, they're like, well, yeah, that's a good thing. That means it's it's easy to live here. And, you know, it's just great. It's affordable. And uh-huh. Uh-huh. Number one in the nation. Uh, isn't that great? Where you can, number one nation where you can realistically live on minimum wage. Well, if that's true, and it, it, according to these stats, it is, right? Uh then Regina Romero, the city councilman, should never, ever, ever say that Tucson needs to pass some kind of an ordinance or a law or whatever where they raise minimum wage to a certain level because apparently you don't need it at 10 bucks an hour. Right? Number one place to live. Why should we raise the minimum wage? If right now, why we don't need 15 bucks an hour in this place. If you can live on the current minimum wage, hey, fantastic, right? Go be proud of that. Maniacs. Seriously. Uh, minimum wage is 10 bucks an hour. So the salary is 20,800 bucks. Rent is 7188 on average. They put all kinds of stuff in, annual groceries, annual utilities, annual transportation. After after paying again with your salary, if you make 10 bucks an hour, 40 hours a week, you make 20 grand, 20,800 bucks a year in Tucson. After your uh, median rent costs, uh, median groceries, utilities and transportation, it says here you have $8,704 left over in cash, which is why, yeah, because that's what they say. Because utilities are cheap, rent is cheap, groceries are cheap, transportation is cheap. So your leftover cash is the highest amount, which is what made Tucson the number one city uh, to live if you make minimum wage. So you're supposed to live on $8,000 a year? Well, that's leftover cash. That's not enough. Says who? Well, have you seen my, my drinking bill? Well, that's you. That's that's you. 
But that that's how they came up with this. Well, how are you supposed to live? What well, about listen, I guarantee you get a government phone. Uh I mean you're gonna get some kind of subsidies as well. I mean they, you know, every you gotta have a flat screen TV. I mean it's And cable. And not a not a junk plasma one, by the way. I mean no. you need like an like an L C D or an L E D or Oh, LED. Curved or whatever. I mean, you need that stuff. You can't live any other way. Internet? Gotta have internet. Gotta yeah, have it. It's, I mean, you deserve it. So, yeah, there you go, Tucson. The most leftover extra cash. <laughs> That's why it's the number one place for people to earn minimum wage. Which is why I gotta tell these bums that are outside that don't want to work or do anything that stand in the street corner, go get a damn job, bum. You can make it here in Tucson. You know, New York, New York, if you make it here, you can make it anywhere. Forget that. You can just go to Tucson and make it there by not doing much. Yeah. All right, let's get back to what I think is a huge story here also. The University of Arizona. Uh, People need to be fired. Courses need to be slashed. Uh, Costs need to come down. We had Mark Fincham in State Rep. Mark Fincham last Friday. If you missed it, go to uh, my iHeartRadio page, iHeartRadio.com. I have a channel. Search Garrett Lewis or iHeartRadio app. Search Garrett Lewis. Uh, or I believe it. Did we put that? Did I put that up at KNST.com as well? I think I did. I think I did last um, last Friday. I believe I did. Yes. Did I? I should be looking at and There should be a picture of Fincham somewhere if I did. If I didn't, I should put it up. Um, oh, yeah. It's right there. Arizona bill that could end stupid classes at universities. Uh, you can go to my page at knst.com and see see a picture of Fincham, and you click on that, it takes you to the interview. And he talked about his bill that will create oversight over the three Arizona universities because things are out of control. And these these instead of just the Arizona Board of Regents, it'd be a, a group overseeing U of A, one overseeing ASU, and one overseeing NAU. How do they get there? Just listen to the interview. But basically, they every other month they'd go to the big big shots at these universities and say, "All right, defend what you're doing. Why do you have this class? Why are these costs here? What do you?" And, and trim the fat like they need. And I told Fincham, you need to make somebody go through the damn course guide and say, get rid of this and get rid of that. And like, as soon as this organization needs to listen to my show and when they hear me talk about this insane thing, they need to go, why, why are we subsidizing that? Why are taxpayers paying for that? Like, and again, Fincham's bill basically says, let's only have classes that will lead to jobs, lead to something that is going to help you make a living in life. Okay. University of Arizona is they are recruiting feminist interns to fight racism, classism, sexism, ableism, and heterosexism on campus. The school's women's center is hosting this. Yes, the school's women's center. In the women's center, they have a thing called FORCE. It stands for Feminists Organized to Resist, Create, and Empower. Why the hell is that on a freaking college campus? What does that do to help you get a job? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because it cannot exist outside of the campus Bingo. Grounds. Bingo. And that's why we get mad and say, why the hell are we subsidizing this? Force. I'm on the website. WRC.Arizona, because Women's Resource Center, .edu slash force. Force is the feminist program, internship program offered through the Women's Resource Center. And we're currently accepting applications for spring 2018 interns. Again, I know... I know my wife interned at a utility company when she was in college. I interned at a radio station. You intern at places where you can actually get a job. What does this do? They get basically people to pay to then go start trouble. That's what it is. 
That's what it is. They recruit interns each semester to help create a feminist community is what it says. And they host educational programs for U of A students. All right, so the program description says, quote, we are a collective of feminist, social justice-oriented individuals dedicated to raising awareness on issues of gender inequality. Again, how does that get you a job? Please answer me. Uh, They added the group seeks to nurture activism, events, and consciousness-raising engagement on campus. And it's not just like an internship where you show up and it is what it is. These students pay for this, by the way. They pay to do it because you can't just intern. You have to also take a three-credit course at the Women's Resource Center because they have to justify their existence. The unpaid internship costs in-state students over $3,000 and costs over uh, it costs out-of-state students almost five grand, just under 4900 bucks. Events hosted by force. Feminists organized to resist, create, and empower. Uh, they include deconstructing cis-normativity, a discussion designed to tackle the t- taboo surrounding abortion, and again, another event dedicated to making crafts out of expired condoms provided by the U of A Women's Center. People pay for this. Like, How pissed would you be if your kid came home and you're like, I signed up, and you, Dad, you're paying for this class. What do you do? We make uh, crafts out of condoms. Like, still in the package yeah. or what, son? Uh, yeah. Force interns also plan the school's annual slut walk. <laughs> what? Oh, you never heard about the slut walk? No. Please enlighten me. The slut walk. I'm on their Facebook page. Slut walk, it was for 2017. Slut walk 2017. Okay. Um, hosted by University of Arizona Women's Resource Center. Uh, show up to protest slut shaming and victim blaming. Stand in solidarity with survivors of sex assault. Wear as much or as little as you like. If you're a victim of sex assault, would you really want to go to a slut walk? Yep. This is insane. You, the best part, we'll be starting out at the Women's Resource Center. It's on the, it's the fourth floor of the Student Union Memorial Center, right? With crafting followed by a march to Revolutionary Grounds. That's the Communist Coffee Place over there on 4th Avenue. Mm-hmm. Where there'll be live performances, a speak-out. And tabling from organizations around Tucson. Yep, there you go. That's what the slut walk is. They're behind the slut walk. Okay, there's more. Uh, They also are, they organize an ongoing series called Sip and Bitch. Where students are bold, not bitter. They make arts and crafts while talking about political issues. Maybe we should go to that. I can go undercover for you. Oh, boy. I definitely will. I'll wear, I'll wear pasties and oh my I'll God. wear a wig. And... <laughs> for the slut walk? Yeah, I'll go. If you guys need me to. Well, I, I got to find the next one when the next one is. They only had the one for the last year's, the day for last year. I think I'd rather have you go to this uh, <laughs> sip and bitch. And you go in your Trump shirt. Now, I don't want to put you in danger. Look at that one. You make that off. <laughs> um, we're bold, not bitter. Topics include culture. Uh, anyway, so they, they have that too. Uh, it says here, come collaborate with fellow feminists to contribute, or I'm sorry, to continue the momentum of current political resistance. So it's just a bunch of Trump-hating people. It's a bunch of crazy, whacked out, you know, socialists or communists. They're pushing a, uh, a big-time agenda, and it gets subsidized by the U of A. Now, here's the best part, by the way. 
force the the uh, feminists or feminists organized to resist, create, and empower. If you go to the U of A or your kid goes to the U of A, you're paying for this. You're paying for this. Force is funded by the school's mandatory $75 student fee that students must pay each semester. So if you have a four-year degree, that's at least 600 bucks. Wouldn't you like to have 600 bucks? Yep. Uh, Force. 880-KNST, 880-5678. There's more. Oh, there's more. Again, uh, these students have to pay for this. Three grand in-state, 4,800, almost 4,900 out-of-state to to be an intern. Uh, Chris Sigurdsson, the school's media officer, confirmed students must pay for all academic credit they receive, and that includes credit they receive for internships. Again, what kind of a job can you get? Uh, they recruit uh, this force. They recruit interns to conduct workshops on rape culture, uh, have discussions whether consent can be given if alcohol is present. There are different programs for that. Uh, Chris Sigerson defended this internship program. He told campus reform, quote, as with any internship taken for credit and overseen by a professor, students get professional experience. Professional experience. Do the work that is meaningful to them and take a deeper dive into reflecting on what they've learned and discovered through papers and projects. So the U of A's main media guy defending this, you get professional experience doing what? You know what this reminds me of in Ferris Bueller when they park the car and he goes, relax, I'm a professional. A professional what? Uh-huh. Uh, Campus Reform did schedule an interview with a force member named Olivia Fontes, but she later canceled. She was unable to speak with the media about the matter and said, you got to talk to Chris Sigurdsson instead. So they're afraid to talk. They know they're busted. 880-KNST, 880-5678. We'll continue. I'll get your reaction. And I mean... Doesn't the person need to be fired? I have more to say about this. We'll continue in about five. KNST AM seven ninety two sounds most stimulating talk. Leading talk seven twenty nine. Thanks for hanging out uh, tomorrow morning at seven ten. By the way, we're going to have uh, the latest gigantic losses for Oral Valley when it comes to their golf course, community center, and they like to hide it. They don't want anybody to talk about it, and they still try to. Well, if they if somebody ever does bring it up to them, they'll try to spin it. But I mean, it's just outrageous. Everyone in Oral Valley should be pissed, pissed. And how insane this is. So we'll get to that tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be, what did I say? It's going to be like 75? Sunday 75 today? Uh, yeah, 76. I don't want to shortchange you. 76. It's 50 outside right now. Uh, and it's going to be 76. Oh, I just dropped to 46, actually. It's gotten colder. Uh, it's going to be 76 today. I would classify this internship uh, at the U of A as an S-hole internship, by the way. Oh, that's you're gonna say ours. <laughs> My training for we don't do that anymore. No, your training's fine, but we we don't do it. And no, yes, uh, it, this this is an s hole. Why do we have these s hole inter- That's what the 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 president of U of A, uh, Bob Robbins, should say. Why do we have these s hole internships here? I don't think they understand. It makes the whole university look yeah, bad. It's terrible. Like, and how is this person not fired? And honestly, the students. And the parents of the students that pay the tuition should go in there with, like, pitchforks and torches and go, what the hell? What is going on here? Nick, thanks for waiting. Welcome to KNST. 
Hey, morning, Garrett. Um, I wanted to make a comment about this. I want to give you a little perspective. I did my doctorate at U of A in the MIS department, number one department in the country, business school, where we teach people how to do things to get jobs. Sure. And I was a professor at Oklahoma State University for 20 years. I watched the erosion of the college education over the decades. I started did my bachelor's at Arizona, started in 1981. We had to take a course called Non-Western Civilization. They, they took away one of our business courses and had us take this non-Western civilization course. And ever since then, it's gone downhill. But the folks who take this internship will find jobs. Sadly, they'll go to other universities and open their own women's centers. Mm-hmm. And, then they'll, and then they'll get jobs as vice president of diversity and feminism and vice president of women's studies. And we'll pay them three, dollars $400,000 a year to go around campus and make trouble and look for microaggressions. This is happening at campuses all across the country. I have friends at just about any university you can name. I know professors there and and administration. And it's just, it's crazy. We don't teach people how 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 to do things outside the business school. Very few people get taught anything that can help them find any kind of a job. Other than at a university for some liberal purpose like you're describing. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's it's stupid. And it's like they just keep paying their friends and they want to just churn out radicals. It's the whole, yeah. you know, the whole education system and especially the university and college system has been overtaken by by it, libs that want to literally brainwash people and they, yes. they pay for it by raising tuition, acting as if it's it a legitimate college. Sad. Yeah. It is. I mean, it's, when I went to school at, at the U of A in 1981, the tuition was $240 a semester. And I got a good education back then. All of a sudden, now it's twenty thousand dollars or thirty thousand dollars a semester. That's for what difference? They're not getting a better education. No, they're not. I mean, and that's why that's why I'm glad. I know that's why I'm glad we have Fincham. But there's got to be more. It's got to be, and it should be Republicans and Democrats. But the Democrats are in on this, so they suck. But you need Ducey, who's just useless, man. That guy to just sit back and say college is not affordable. And it can be more affordable if we get rid of this stuff. I mean, if it's that easy for me to pick out this stuff and say, why is this here? And demand that they do an audit and say, get rid of the stuff that doesn't result in jobs. I don't care if your feelings are hurt and you think that this is something that's important. It's not. Get rid of it so more people can afford college. Exactly. At least they're in the process of thinking about yeah. auditing these kind of things. They need to. And they also need to not have a vice president of diversity who makes $350,000 a year to Dude, do what? To make sure they the have, school's diverse? They Look, have people two. People apply to the college. The best students should get in, regardless of whether they're yes. white, green, black, yellow, I brown, know. whatever. Not, and you shouldn't have a quota to say, well, we got to have 20% of these and 30% of those. All that stuff is over. We tried to do that. For, we tried that with uh, affirmative action for 40 years in business, and it, it resulted in nothing. No, you're right. Let me tell, me, tell, me, tell you something, though. They have two vice presidents of diversity, or presidents, or whatever it is. Remember the ouch oops thing? They hired it was a job opening for just one person, but they got Jesus Trevino for two hundred fourteen grand a year, and then some chick from ASU, who they said, "Well, she's just so good. You know what? We're going to hire both, and she's making two hundred fifteen grand a year because you have the girl. You have to have the girl making more than the guy. So you have two people in charge of diversity and cultural sensitivity, or some crap like that, and they're making a combined four hundred twenty nine thousand dollars on the U of A campus." Enough is enough, and there needs to be more of a demand by guys like Fincham. And honestly, he's a nice guy. He's a, I think everybody's too nice, though. I'd go in there, and I'd just start ripping people new ones. We'll have more. 880-KNST, 880-5670. More on this. Uh, more comments about Trump if you're scared about him saying we need you know, citizenship for the DACA people. We'll get to all that. Here's the latest from Fox. We know you're thinking everything he's saying. 
Well, except for the crazy stuff that's flying out of his mouth. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 742. Remember, State of the Union watching party. It's going to be Tuesday night at 7 o'clock at Mr. On's. I'll be there. Uh, I suggest you get there before 7. I, I, you know, based on the 17 debate watching parties that we had, I'm not making that number up. I mean, it had to be at least 17. Maybe 20 with the Hillary. Th- anyway, um, they filled up very quickly. So I would get there a little bit earlier than that to make sure you get a prime spot. Otherwise, you could stand like I'm going to stand, and I have my good feet arch support, so I'll stand just fine. But I, I hope that you get there and we watch it together because it's always fun watching the Trumpster. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, the Trumpster told a gaggle of reporters, I can't wait to talk to Mueller. I'll even do it under oath. I'm like, Hillary, oh, baby. Oh, baby. He also uh, made people nervous. Not me, by saying, oh, I think we're going to get citizenship 10, 12 years from now for the illegal aliens, the DACA people. Wait, what? We'll get to that. Second thing that I think you need to know, Joe Manchin, this is another one. Joe Manchin, the first Democrat, he wants to win re-elections. He voted against the tax reform. Not good, Joe. Uh, so now all of a sudden he's like, he goes on CNN this morning. He says, I think we're going to have the wall. We're going to build the wall. It's going to happen. We need it. People want it. That's right after their failed Democratic shutdown. Oh, yeah. It's not going to be a blue wave. There's a reason why all of a sudden he's kissing butt. Third thing I think you need to know, Tucson uh, is number one again. This time it is the number one city for uh, to live in if you are a minimum wage worker. You can have the best life out of all cities in the country. You can live the best making minimum wage in Tucson. So congratulations, Mazel Tov. That's awesome. Yay. Why should the rest of the media talk about this? Nah. Curmudgeon Bud Foster, press release Bud, ain't going to happen, right? Not going to happen. There you go. Um, We'll do more later on about this story of the U of A, too. I put it on my Facebook page. Like and follow me on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Uh, uh, please, please, please. Like me and follow me there. And I have that story up from Campus Reform about the U of A recruiting feminist interns. And every student has to pay for the organization that's recruiting them. Every single one of them. So you're going there, you're paying. Your kid's going there, you're footing the bill, you're paying for it. So we'll, we'll get reaction. But I also have other things to talk about as well. Like, let's play the Joe Manchin thing again, if you don't mind, Ryan. Uh, this was this morning. Joe Manchin, I mean, on CNN. With Chris Cuomo, uh, Joe Manchin says something that I don't believe. And you can tell me, I don't believe any Democrat has said what he said. Here we go. And then you have the border, the border security, border wall, whatever you want to call it. They're getting into a tiff about this, Chris. We have to have border security. We know that. Yep. So if the president calls it a border wall, we do need wall. We need to repair some wall. We need to build some new wall. We need other technologies, too. Holy smokes. I guess the people in West Virginia that voted for Trump because he wasn't Hillary, he was not going to close down the coal mines. He actually made it easier for them to open. They're loving life right now. Well, all of a sudden, Manchin's got to be a little Trumpy in there, now doesn't he, to win. Funny, everybody wants to become Trumpy and to win. Look at Martha McSally trying really hard to be Trumpian. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Uh, there's more. Uh, you want to, there's a new term that's going to go out there. Okay. I don't know if you heard about this yesterday, but this was absolutely brilliant. This is why Trump was elected. This is why you voted for him. Sanctuary cities literally make no sense, right? They, I mean, they're just, 
They may, may be the dumbest thing ever, sanctuary cities. So yesterday, uh, a bunch of mayors, I don't know if Rothschild was supposed to be there. Who the hell knows? I don't really care, to be honest with you. Uh, but a bunch of mayors around the country were supposed to go to the White House. And I think six of them, according to USA Today, a whopping six. There was like 109, but six decided to skip it, to stick it to Trump. Because, oh, yeah, the New York City mayor, the Portland mayor, the mayor of Chicago, Rahm Emanuel, where, I mean, I mean, it's just beautiful there. We have, they're broke and they have shootings all the time. It's working out well out there in Chicago. They know better. Rahm Emanuel and, and the mayor of New Orleans, Mitch Landrieu, the whole Landrieu family, they're all corrupt as hell. Anyway, um, Rahm Emanuel, they all decided to have a press conference a few blocks from the White House to basically say, we can't believe this happened today. You know what happened? You know what happened? Um, it turns out the Justice Department, led by Jeff Sessions, said, we are not going to give you any grant money. I know a judge said, uh, you know, oh, you can't do it. Well, those grants, when they tried that last year, were already in the books. You can't just take money away that's already been granted. Now, well, now the federal government under Trump gets to grant yes or no for grants, right? They get a yes or no. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, um, Jeff Sessions and the Justice Department put out a statement. They said, okay, prove to us that you're cooperating with ICE, with immigration enforcement agencies, if you want to continue to get federal funding. They sent letters to 23 states, cities, and counties, California, L.A., Chicago, demanding records showing whether law enforcement officers are sharing information with federal agents on the immigration status of people in their custody. Because these, these sanctuary places are literally not telling the police, or not telling ICE, there's this illegal alien that we're letting go on the street. He, you know, he did whatever crime, he's here illegally, once we let him go, go pick him up. They're not telling him, They're letting him walk right on the streets giving sanctuary. So we've had enough. So if local jurisdictions don't comply, the Justice Department said they will issue subpoenas or possibly cut off certain federal grant funds. So this pissed off these people, these mayors. Were you kidding me? I mean, they literally are trying to justify that it makes communities safer to not alert ICE agents that an illegal alien that's committed a crime, that literally has committed a crime, they're in custody, is walking free. Out the door. Here's Rahm Emanuel, 32. Let's play 32 real fast. Uh, Rahm Emanuel, this is a new term. Ready? Here we go. And we are here about building a future. And one of the conversations we just had as a group of mayors is about what we call inclusive economic growth. Inclusive economic growth. Excuse me? Oh, yeah. Inclusive economic growth. Because it's inclusive to everybody. Illegals, you name it. Let's play Mitch Landrew, the mayor of New Orleans, 31. Uh, he was mad, too. And then he actually said this with a straight face. Here we go. Uh, I'm sure courthouses are going to be full this afternoon uh, with injunctions. They're going to be filed by every city. But do not uh, tread on the Constitution by threatening duly elected officials who are doing everything we can uh, every day to keep the citizens of the United States uh, safe. By letting illegal aliens walk out of the prison or the jail Without telling ICE agents that illegal alien that committed a crime, which is why he was in here, or she was in here, they're leaving. Now, you don't tell them that keeps Americans safe. All right, makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Like, nobody, nobody likes you for a reason. <laughs> nobody, nobody believes. There's more. I want you to hear what Trump said, though. Let's do number 30. Trump responded. He, was, he'd tell, he talked to the mayors that showed up at the White House yesterday to talk about infrastructure and things like that. Listen to this. As you know, the Department of Justice today has announced a critical legal step to hold accountable sanctuary cities that violate 
federal law and free criminal aliens back into our communities. We can't have that. Can't have it. It would be very easy to go the other way, but we can't have it. We want a safe country. And it's getting safer all the time. Sanctuary cities are the best friend of gangs and cartels. Yep. Like MS-13, you know that. The result in the uh, death rate around sanctuary cities in and around for innocent Americans is unacceptable. Take a look at what happened in San Francisco and Kate Steinle yep. and countless others. My administration is committed to protecting innocent Americans and the mayors who choose to boycott this event have put the needs of criminal illegal immigrants over law-abiding Americans. But Amen. let me tell you, the vast majority of people showed up. Okay, the vast majority. All right, well, continue. He nailed it. He nailed it. It makes no sense other ways. Let's continue. Uh, back in 5, KNST AM 792, Sons most stimulating talk. .org. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word CASH to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus IHAR radio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's CASH to 200-200. Thanks. Hello. How's it going? Thursday. The week is flying on by, isn't it? It is, is literally flying right by. It's your morning ritual. With me, Why do you say no? It's already Thursday. Because it's not Friday. 5.30. That's, and I don't have a beverage in my hand. So no, it's not flying fast enough. I gotcha. I'm working on it. Morning Ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis on KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. There are three things that I think you need to know. The Trumpster has made news. Uh, he told... I mean, you don't see Obama really. You know, what other presidents like? Hey, bring all the reporters in. That's what happened yesterday. He, John Kelly said, reporters, he shocked them. Come on over here. This is off the record, but you can record it. And they're like, wait, wait, what? I love that. It's off the record, but you can record it. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, there's got to be something up. There's got to be something up. The Trumpster told them he can't wait to talk to Robert Mueller as long as his lawyers are cool with it. And unlike Hillary, he'll do it under oath. And then he said, oh, when it comes, they said, do you want citizenship for the DACA illegals? He said, yeah. Yeah, why not? I mean, they'll morph into something like that. 10, 12 years, they'll get citizenship. I mean, why not, right? And all of a sudden, people again started losing their minds, just like they did when, when he said... I'll sign any bill you bring to me. You know? Relax. It's all part of the art of the deal, right? I mean, do you, is this the time again? You Every time you doubt him, does he not pull through? I'm just, and I'm not, it took me a while to get that way. Like, I think I understand him, but it's still, it's so not natural, you know? It's just not normal. It's like, eat the Big Mac, you're going to lose weight. It's, it, it, wait, what? No, wait. no. I had two of them yesterday. It doesn't work. It doesn't so, work. So, uh, yeah, so that's what the Trumpster did. We'll play. Some sound bites for you coming up. Second thing that I think you need to know, this is huge. Joe Manchin, a Democratic senator from West Virginia. West Virginia, where Trump won huge, and Hillary said she's going to close the coal mines and put them all out of business. Not really a way to get their vote, Hill. Um, they love Trump there. Joe Manchin voted against tax reform, so he realized, oh, man, I've stepped in. By the way, Home Depot is the latest company. They've announced they're going to give $1,000 bonuses to their employees, hourly employees, based on how long they've worked there. That's uh, it's pretty good stuff, right? So all of a sudden, Joe Manchin votes against that. So he's like, you know what he's saying now? First Democrat that I know of to say, we need a wall. It's happening. We'll play that again coming up because I think it's an incredible soundbite. Third thing that I think you need to know, congratulations. Uh, if you live in Tucson, if you're not, living, if you're not uh, 
if you're outside, maybe you're in Oro Valley or Saurito or the Foothills or Marana or Red Rock, whatever, or you're listening on the iHeartRadio app somewhere else, uh, good for you. Because if you're in Tucson, congratulations. Uh, you are the minimum wage capital of the United States. That's right. That's right. Tucson has been named the most livable city for people that make minimum wage. The most livable city for people that make minimum wage. Why? How? Apparently, it's so cheap to live here that uh, after paying all your bills and your rent and everything else, you have more cash left over in Tucson because it's so poor here. Um, congratulations. Is that something to be proud of? Like, people are like, oh, yeah, that's good. It's fair. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's what you want. I can't wait. I can't wait to live in a place where you can survive on minimum wage. It must be glorious there. Eish. Three things I think you need to know. I know. Negative growth. We did that Friday with this story. Negative growth. Negative 3.7% from 2011 to 2016 in the city of Tucson. Uh, the slowest growing city in the country, uh, slowest growing big city in the country from 2011 to 2016. It was negative. It was shrinkage. Tucson, when the other every other city was literally growing and expanding, Tucson's like, let's jump in that ice cold pool and get some shrinkage. Let's let's have a turtle back in. Let's. That's just what that's what happened. Nobody can paint a picture better than me. Am I right or am I right? And I'm a horrible artist, by the way, except with words. You are the Rembrandt. I am. I am good world. with words. I do this good. All right. So there's the three things that I think you need to know. What is that? Was that bad? It's good. Oh, you're the Peter Paul Rubens of the radio world. The what? Yeah. Just go. Yeah. The Billy Joel. The Billy Joel. Sure. Why not? Uh, He's a commie. Uh, we all know about Billy Joel. He's a what? Oh my God! A mint called Sensen. Leave me alone. <laughs> so, uh, all right, let's play some. Uh, let's play some sound bites. Well, first, let's play Joe Manchin again because this is huge. You tell me. I don't. I don't really know. And I'll put it. I'll put this up on my uh, page at knst.com, and I'll put it on my Facebook page as well. And I hope you enjoy it. I don't know of any Democrat that actually said, "Yeah, we should get the wall." Now, again, Luis Gutierrez said we should just trade it off and pay for. It. That's one thing. But this, I think, is like, you know what? He's like, this is a good idea. This is a good idea. Number 36, Joe Manchin, uh, we need the wall. Listen to this. And then you have the border, the border security, border wall, whatever you want to call it. They're getting into a tiff about this, Chris. We have to have border security. We know that. Mm -hmm. So if the president calls it a border wall, we do need wall. We need to repair some wall. We need to build some new wall. We need other technologies, too. When did Joe Manchin become a racist? That's what I want to know. Like, will they, will the, the people start calling Joe Manchin racist? Well, can they start doing that, please? Because if you say you want a wall, you're racist, right? Yes. I wonder what uh, Leah Marquez, I saw that story about her, by the way. I got to get to that. Leah Marquez Peterson, she's the one that's going to, uh, she'll be the one to lose to Ann Kirkpatrick. She's the alleged Republican. She's the rhino that is, um, she's the head of the Tucson Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. But she sat in the studio. She said, if Martha runs for Senate, I'm going to run. And they, that was already baked in the cake. They already, they already knew. I'm going to run for Congress. Yes, I'm the good I'm, I will win that seat again. I will keep it a Republican, whatever. Uh, when I asked her about chain migration, she's like, what's that? I'm not familiar with that term. And either A, you're freaking clueless if you don't know that. You, I, you do, or, or B, you're lying. You're literally lying because you you know what it is, but you don't want to speak out negatively to it. 
and you're just trying to be shifty. Either way, you don't deserve to be in Congress. I got to be honest, it's not my district, but if I was there and if it's her versus Ann Kirkpatrick, as much as you don't want Ann Kirkpatrick, I don't know how you could actually vote for Leah Marquez-Peterson. She, Joe Manchin wants more border security than Leah Marquez-Peterson. That's my point. All right, let's, uh, let's continue. This is what Trump said that uh, made people very, very, very nervous. Are you nervous when you hear this? Let's play number 28. This is when he's talking to these reporters. He talked to them like 14, 15 minutes, I believe. And, you know, a lot of news was made out of it. He's the president, and he's... He just, he says things and they just, they go crazy. Listen to this, uh, what he talked, he was asked about citizenship for DACA illegal aliens. Here we go. Do you want but citizenship for we're Dreamers? Going to, uh, we're going to morph into it. It's going to happen what at some point mean? in what the future. Over, over, a period, over a period of 10 to 12 years, somebody does a great job. They've worked hard. It gives incentive to do a great job, but they've worked hard. Uh, they've done terrifically, whether they have a little company or whether they work or whether whatever they're doing, if they do a great job, I think it's a nice thing to have the incentive of, after a period of years, being able to become a citizen. How many years, Mr. Sir? President? Give We're us looking at 10 or 12. 10 or 12 years. Whoa. That's not who you voted for, is it? I remember the campaign trail. He said in Phoenix, day one, Doc is out. Didn't do that. Did he do that to persuade you to vote for him? Did he lie? Did he lie because he knew that he needed to win and then he knew he could use that as a bargaining chip to get more border security? Like, all of a sudden, you're like, DACA, you're gone. Do you really think you can get an end to chain migration, a border wall, ending visa diversity lottery, E-Verify? I don't think you can. Does this make you nervous that he said that? 880-KNST, 880-5678. Or do you still have faith in what he is doing? And say, I trust him. I trust him. Right? So th- these are the questions. Now, in the past, even I, and I think I know him, I was like, hmm, it's not good. But do you not go back to a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, when he said, hey, I'll sign any bill you want. People freaked out. I'm like, there's no way he's doing that. And then when they tried that, remember? Durbin and Graham and Flake, and they here, here's a bill, and it was a garbage bill. And instead of signing any bill they bring to him, he said, this sucks. Why are we bringing in people from these asshole countries, allegedly? He still says he didn't say it. Whatever. I don't care. I think it's funny. And it's right. He didn't sign that bill. Let me just also tell you, Bloomberg was reporting right after that. Right after that. An administration official who briefed reporters on condition of anonymity later clarified that the path to citizenship is a discussion point rather than a planned policy proposal. So, is he just playing the game? Remember, I mean, I go by, I think Trump is smarter than these dopey politicians. They've never really had a job. I mean, some of them worked, but a lot of them haven't had jobs. They're career politicians, right? So I sit back and I say, one thing that Trump said over and over and over on the campaign trail, on the debate stage is, I like to be unpredictable. He tells them things they like to hear to get the conversation started, right? Yeah, I'll give. Yeah, 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 I'll give. I'll give. I'll give. But I need this and this and this. And you know what? I kind of changed my mind. I don't really want to give that much. I need this more. And oh, yeah. Isn't that all? I mean, do you, I, that's how I look at it. Again, I, I may be played for a sucker, but every time I thought he said some things that, that make your eyebrow raise up and say, hmm, what the? It goes back, right? 
it goes back. Now, there's another way to look at this. If there is some kind of a deal where they're not given citizenship, they got to like, you know, maybe just do a whole bunch of stuff to get the citizenship, right? And Trump comes to a deal. I got border security. I got ending chain migration, ending visa diversity lottery, ending all this stuff, right? And then these people get to stay here. Would they be thankful to Republicans for that? Because it was a Republican president, Republican Congress that got them the legal ability to stay here. And then in 10 or 12 years, when they're actual citizens, when they, if they do get citizenship, then would they feel like they owe it to and are thankful for and everything to the Republican Party? And he's just playing everybody. Now, again, I'm not saying I back this. I'm just wanting you to think about it. Think about it. Wouldn't that be a heck of a play by him? To do what McCain and Flake and Graham always wanted to do, but for the wrong reason. They, they want to do it for the wrong reasons, for the cheap labor. There's never going to, you got to remember one thing, and this is tough for me to swallow as well, that there's never going to be a perfect deal. Never, ever, ever. Right? Never. Now, just before you get this comment, can we play number 29, please? Sarah Huckabee Sanders made an announcement yesterday. She's the press secretary that the White House is going to announce their legislative ideas, um, what they want for, on Monday, for immigration. The deal that they want, they're going to get, is going to be a framework, a, a bill, a framework for the bill on Monday. They're going to announce it. And this is what she described. Listen to this. Based on these negotiations, the White House will release a legislative framework on Monday that represents a compromise that members of both parties can support. We encourage the Senate to bring it to the floor. This framework will fulfill the four agreed-upon pillars, securing the border and closing legal loopholes, ending extended family chain migration, canceling the visa lottery, and providing a permanent solution on DACA. Now, they never mention E-Verify, which bothers me, but um, it's still it's still the same old want by Trump. She didn't mention anything about citizenship. Is it rope-a-dope, confusing people, messing with them? 880-KNST, 880-5678. Uh, let's start with Mike real quick. Mike, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hello, and Happy New Year to you, Garrett. Same here. Thank you. Happy New Year. Um, yes, um, reference um, Donald Trump saying that the DACA recipients uh, should have citizenship. I think that's only the very, very tip of the iceberg. If you listen to what um, his party is saying, what he said in the past is, yeah, they can have citizenship in like 10 or 15 years. That's when they can apply for it. But what they have to do is they have to apply for it based upon the country they're from. For instance, if they, if they came up from Colombia, Colombia has X amount of uh, people that are authorized per year to come into the States. And these people, after 10 or 15 years, can apply through Colombia, ah. but they have to apply at the back of the line, so that'll be another 10 or 15 years. That's the other shoe that has to drop. So, yeah, he's saying they, they can apply for citizenship like anybody in the world can apply for citizenship, Various but under states. those conditions, Very. not ahead of the line. Various. Dude, if you remember during the campaign, that's a great point. If you remember during the campaign, Mike, he said, you know, the DACA people, they need to leave and come back the right way just like everybody else. He said exactly. that over and over and, and over. And, 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 and,
So this is what I also said, Mike. He said, um, and, and these are the rules, that if you are here illegally and you go back, you have to wait 10 years before you can apply. And you're, you're, you're right on. All of a sudden, Trump said, oh, yeah, 10, 12 years from now, they can apply for citizenship. Yeah, and I think what uh, what he's done, he's let, let himself a little bit of wiggle room for negotiating, saying, okay, okay, after 10 years, you don't have to go back to Columbia. You can apply here, but you've got to apply at the end of the line. In the meantime, every five years, we'll check, uh, we'll check your stats, and if you're uh, getting any public assistance or if you're a criminal or something like that, bye-bye, because DACA is caca. I mean, it's just a face. You've got to get rid of it. <laughs> so you're, you're feeling good still. You're, you're thinking he's playing 4D chess and they're playing checkers. You bet. I, I, I trust him. I think he's, he's got a lot more going than, than what, he, and what he said is true, and uh, he'll stand by it. It's a great they, point. They, they can get citizenship under conditions. You're right. Mike, thank you for, the, for the, the comment, man. Very astute. I appreciate it, brother. See you, man. Thank you very much. 823, we'll continue more of your comments on this. I'm saying there's, there's always more to it. There's always certain words that were said. They, you know, let them continue to underestimate them. Uh, we'll continue. Are you nervous, though? Do you, do you not buy it, or does this all of a sudden, that past call and these points, and what I've said, does it open your eyes? We'll continue. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Talk. Then they'd get less money for it. Anyway, hey, it's uh, 8.30. How you doing? Uh, don't forget, State of the Union watching party. I'll be at Mr. On's Tuesday night at 7 o'clock. I suggest you get there a little bit before that, though, to make sure you get a seat if you want to sit. If you want to just stand and watch, feel free. Mr. On has uh, promised, and I will hold him to that, to keep every television on the Trumpster for the State of the Union. It's going to be fun because it's the Trumpster. Like everybody else, every other president, I mean, who the hell cares? Lies, boring, blah, blah, blah. Who knows what's going to happen this time? Tuesday night, Mr. Ons, Oracle and Rudisil. I'll be there for the KNST State of the Union watching party. Hell, it's the Garrett Lewis one. Let's just do it. Uh, it's going to be about 76 today, so have fun with that. Uh, let's go to Bruce. Bruce, welcome to KNST. Hi. Hi, Garrett. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, your, your question about whether it makes me nervous what Trump said, no, it doesn't. Um, he has not broken any of his campaign promises that I'm aware of. He hasn't fulfilled them all yet. But he hasn't broken any. And when you play that clip of uh, Sarah, that last point she made about a permanent fix for DACA, I think the left and the mass media just assumes from their warped perspective that that means they're going to be citizens. Uh, I think he's negotiating, and he said before that it's Congress's job to come up with a bill and pass it uh, by March, whatever the date is. March in March 5th, yeah. Uh, and... I- I, I don't think anything he said is contradictory to what he said in the past, given uh, the solution might be DACA goes away because Congress couldn't come up with a bill. Yeah, the permanent solution doesn't mean amnesty. It just means That's whatever right. it might be. It's a great point. Is a permanent solution. Yeah. Well, I know he also said, I, I read yesterday, he said he's not against, he doesn't want to, but he's not against extending the deadline for DACA. I think he puts stuff out there, all for negotiation points. Yeah. You know? And the only thing I'd say about the, you know, the... Is he on the long game politically about trying to get these people to vote Republican down the road? I, I don't believe that's true. I, he has never shown me that he's political by nature. I, I think he's working from a principle of right and wrong and what's good for America. And, and I think that's it. 
Okay. And, hey, it's just, uh, just a random yeah. thought. Again, I don't believe that even if they do get amnesty, even if it's a Republican president, Republican House, Republican Senate, that all of a sudden uh, they wouldn't be brainwashed to think the new, the new people that got amnesty, that it wasn't the Democrats that did it for them. So that's why, yeah. you know, that's yeah. why we laugh at McCain and Flake and, and Graham for always believing that for whatever reason. So I just don't think he operates on that level. Interesting. All right, man. Great point, Bruce. Yeah. I appreciate it, brother. Hey, yeah, thanks for taking the call. You got it, man. See ya. I like smart calls. We've had smart calls today. 880-KNST, 880-5678. You know, we got to get to this, too. we got to get to um, what the Portland mayor said. What the Portland mayor said. There was, again, uh, the Justice Department yesterday announced they were going to crack down on sanctuary cities. Prove to us you're working with our uh, federal agents on uh, letting them know when you're releasing criminal legal aliens from the jails. Prove to us you're doing that if you want to get funding. Or if you don't do that, you might not get funding. We may even subpoena some people. We think you're breaking the law. And a few of the mayors got pissed. And we'll get to exactly what they said and, again, what Trump's response was. I thought it was epic. It's coming up. you got to hear it in about six. Here's the latest from Fox. Normally, you'd be pretty upset if another guy was stimulating your wife. But in a strange way, you like it. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes. Just ask your wife. Hey, now. That's cool. Three things I think you need to know at 842. You got to love this. Uh, number one, let's do some Trump news. He is in Davos. Oh, they hate him. They hate him as they ask for autographs and want to meet with him and everything. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Everyone's always a tough guy, aren't they? Uh, again, we've been talking about it. Trump said uh, he is. Uh, he wants to talk to Mueller as long as his lawyer says it's cool. And he'll do it under oath instead of Hillary. You'll hear uh, before the show ends how he gave it to a reporter asking about that oh did he own that reporter all of a sudden the sharp trump in front of the media he plays him comes out and and we'll get to that he also said and we've been talking about it uh, i think we can have uh you know uh dac illegal aliens getting a uh, citizenship in you know 12, 10 12 years and we have such astute listeners yeah you go back to the end of the line takes 10 years go back to your country 10 years later you can reapply for citizenship was that what he was talking about he's messing with them second thing that i think you need to know it's happening Joe Manchin, the first Democrat that I know of that said, we need a wall. Let's build the wall. He's a West Virginia Democratic senator that is running for re-election and voted against tax reform. Yeah, you better wise up, buddy. Third thing I think you need to know, Tucson is the minimum wage capital of America. You can get more. You can survive the best on minimum wage in Tucson compared to any other city in America. The number one place to live while making minimum wage is Tucson, Arizona. Congratulations. Three things I think you need to know. Um, yeah. Let's, uh, man, there's so much I want to get to. I know I promised the mayors. All right, let's hear the wacko mayor real quick, because i got to get to Nancy Pelosi news, too. Total hypocrite about taxes and stuff like that. Um, let's play, again, a bunch of mayors uh, were at the White House yesterday. It was a, Mayors were invited to talk about infrastructure with Trump and everything else. About six mayors decided to protest because the same day the mayors were invited there, the Department of Justice, led by Attorney General Jeff Sessions, said, listen, you better prove to us, you sanctuary cities and states, that you are working with ICE agents and federal agents when it comes to uh, getting criminal illegal aliens or illegal aliens. Um, you better work with us. You better not just let people walk out the door onto the street. If you're releasing someone, you got to call us. And guess what? You have to prove to us you're doing this. Otherwise, we might subpoena you and we might cut off all your grant funding. So some of these wacko places, those wacko mayors, oh, they got pissed. Oh, were they mad. Let's hear Ted Wheeler, number 35, the Portland mayor. In Portland, that is a very strange place. Listen to what, again, this is 
you better tell us and prove to us that you're not letting criminal illegal aliens walk out of jail onto the street without calling us so we can pick them up. Apparently, this guy says, if you want us to do that, that's dangerous. I swear, listen to this. Here we go. This is one of the most disappointing actions wow. from a White House in my lifetime. Mm. And the reason it is so disappointing to yes. me, Tell me is that it demonstrates a lack of a moral compass. Pause it! So, letting a criminal illegal alien walk out the door to the street means you're morally good wanting to arrest the person because they're here illegally and on top of that committed a crime if you if you want to do that you're morally bankrupt you figure that one out let's continue in the leadership of the United States of America mm. it is not only insulting that the Attorney General would send a notice to us here today knowing Mm -hmm. that we are coming here and knowing that there is a delegation going to the White House to have a conversation with the President and the President's senior staffers. It is more than insulting. It is dangerous. It's dangerous. For a White House, for any White House, Mm. to threaten duly elected leaders who are following the law and following the the United States Constitution with arrest is unconscionable. Pause it. Wow. That's all we need for now. We're running out of time. Um, It's dangerous, but it's not dangerous to let criminal illegal aliens just walk free on the street. These people are nuts. They're nuts. There's a reason why Joe Manchin said, we need a wall, and why Democrats ended that, that, uh, the government shutdown, standing up for illegal aliens very quickly because they realize America doesn't like this. Now, some wackos that play hacky sack and smoke a lot of weed up in Portland, yeah, they can think that if they want. That's whatever. Uh, but it, that's not mainstream, okay? By the way, I want to give this one to you real quick. Story from the Free Beacon. You know, in this tax reform that took place, right? Uh, one of the ways they were able to pay for it, whatever, it was to, uh, to end high-tax states. People in high-tax states being able to deduct um, their taxes, their, their state taxes and local taxes, from the federal taxes. Like, you, you can't do that anymore. They called it SALT, state and local taxes. Uh, High-tax high areas like New Jersey, New York, California, they tax the people who live there so much, and then in the past, you were able to deduct, deduct what you pay to the state off your federal taxes, which is a bunch of crap. You, we in Arizona don't do that, so we get to subsidize them. So, you know, Nancy Pelosi always talks about the fair share, right? Fair share. Here's a story from the Washington Free Beacon. Pelosi tries to extend $137,000 tax break for two of her multi-million dollar homes. Wait, what? She rushed to prepay property taxes before January 1st to make sure she did not have to pay more than she had to. Why didn't she willingly pay her fair share? Right? She ran by December 31st to prepay her taxes because she'd have to pay more in 2018 because she can't write them off. Uh-oh. She has three luxury homes. She paid uh, an annual property tax bill last year of 137 grand just in taxes on her homes. And they rushed to make sure that they got the they could keep the tax breaks for two of her multimillion dollar homes before the new tax law kicked in. 
You got to love the hypocrisy there, right? Where's your fair share, Nancy? Come on. Come on. She said this tax plan, remember, was Armageddon? A theft from the middle class? And she took advantage of it. I mean, she could have paid more. You know, she's worth over $100 million. Her husband apparently is a venture capitalist, real estate guy. Made a lot of money. A lot of money. Uh, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Let's play the Mueller soundbite real fast. This is Trump. Let's do 26. 26, 26. Uh, Here we go. Uh, Trump talking to the gaggler. Here we go. Are you going to talk to Mueller? I'm looking forward to it, actually. You want to? Here's the story. Just so you understand. There's been no collusion whatsoever. There's no obstruction whatsoever. And I'm looking forward to it. I do worry when I look at all the things that you people don't report about with what's happening. If you take a look at, you know, the five months worth of missing texts, that's a lot of missing texts. And as I said yesterday, that's prime time. Prime time. So you do sort of look at that and say, what's going on? Mm -hmm. Uh, You do look at certain texts where they talk about insurance policies or insurance, Mm -hmm. where they say the kinds of things they're saying. But I would love to do that. And I'd like to do it as soon as possible. Good luck, everybody. Do you have a date set? So here's the story. Do you have a date set? I don't know. No, I guess they're talking about two or three weeks, but I would love to do it. You know, again, I have to say, subject to my lawyers and all of that, but I would love to do it. Go to Lisa now. Lisa, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. I was wondering, do you really think his lawyers will allow him to testify in front of Mueller? It's a good question. Uh, What do you think? I hope they don't. Why not? Because I'm afraid that too many people have told too many different stories that he doesn't know about. And whether they lied or not, he just he still doesn't know about it. And uh, so, if they have said one thing and he says another, hmm. who who are they going to believe? Of course, they're going to believe the other people. Do you know if Ronald Reagan ever testified uh, before? No, he did twice. Twice in the uh, my time. But Reagan testified, you know, under oath about Iran Contra twice, and he got out of it. Nothing ever happened to him because. When you have nothing to hide, nothing happens. And I really think that the president, and you never know, but I believe my take is that the president, nothing to hide. And I think everything's coming to a head. I think we might be surprised with this Mueller investigation, uh, where all of a sudden, all of a sudden, all these crooked deep state FBI people start getting washed out. That's what's going to come out of this. The Mueller people, I think the Mueller investigation is going to show there was never any collusion, but what it did show is how there were people in the government under Obama's DOJ and and Obama's FBI that colluded themselves to try to take down Trump. I think that's what it's going to show. And that's why I think all of it, I think it's going to wrap up very quickly. I think, in the, I think it's going to wrap up in the next month. I, I could be wrong, but that, and that's fast for an inspector general, um, uh, or special prosecutor. So I think this is going to happen. And I think it's going to show Trump's going to get in there and go, yep, I got nothing to hide. And they're going to come out of it and go, we didn't find anything with this, but we did find a, B and C about these FBI agents. We did find this. Did find, I think that's why he's so willing to do it. But that's, that's just me. Possible. You never yeah, know. We're just guessing. What if Bannon tells a bunch of lies? What can what can you do? What can you do? Yeah, you know, true. I I think what that when you have no, when you have nothing to hide, you can speak. You know what I'm saying? That's true. So there you go. Thank you, Lisa. Right. I appreciate it. 
Uh, and that's why Martha McSally won't come on the show. 852, it's KNST AM 790. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word LUCK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's LUCK to 200-200. Yes. Hi. 909 on this Thursday. It's your morning ritual of me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. I hope everything's good with you. Tomorrow morning at 710, got the numbers for you. Oh, baby. I got the numbers for you. Uh, We will get to the incredibly huge, bigly, losses in the millions of dollars for Oro Valley when it comes to their golf course that they bought, uh, the community center, the restaurants, in a short amount of time. But they're not saying anything about it now, are they? Wait till you hear these numbers tomorrow. Uh, Satish Hiramath, you're more than welcome to call me in advance, text me. You have my number. We've texted before. You're more than welcome to say why these numbers are just wrong or we're taking them out of context or something like that, even though they come straight from your own government's website. So anyway, we'll get to that tomorrow morning, 710. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, the Trumpster in Davos taking it by storm. Of course, the haters are hating, even though... They're asking for autographs and stuff like that. Anyway, he also made news, by the way. Uh, he he freaked out the people that still don't get it when he said, "Yeah, I, I think that um, I, I think that uh, I, I we can see citizenship for the DAC illegal aliens." It'll morph into that, and they said, "Well, I mean, he said, when when maybe eh, I mean, ten ten to twelve years stuff like that." You know, we'll see. And that's what happens when people leave this country to go back to where they came from if they're here illegally to reapply. they got to wait 10 years. Just saying. Just saying. By the way, uh, he also made news saying, I will testify under oath. Under oath. Uh, with Mueller. I'll talk to him. By the way, as long as my lawyers say it's okay. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, Trump's approval rating has popped to 45%, according to Fox News, their poll. Which means it's well over 50 So he has made some major, major, major news. Uh, Second thing I think you need to know, this is why you're going to start seeing this. You ready for this? First time ever, a Democrat has said, we need the wall, we want the wall, we should have the wall, we will build the wall. Democratic Senator Joe Manchin announced he's running for re-election. He voted against tax reform, which is a bad move, considering just about everybody is benefiting from this, if not everyone, right? So they go, holy crap, let's make people forget about this. I want the wall! Uh-huh. When are the Democrats going to call their own person, their own their own team teammate, Joe Manchin, a racist for wanting the wall, right? When is that going to happen? Waiting. Uh, third thing I think you need to know, Tucson has officially become the minimum wage capital of America, which is a good thing, right? <laughs> uh, there is a survey done. There's data. That, I'll put this on my Facebook page. I will. Uh, Tucson ranks number one best city for minimum wage earners because you can live the best in Tucson making minimum wage compared to any other city in America. And that is not something to be proud of. I'm just saying three things I think you need to know. Uh, there's a lot here, by the way. See, the never Trump dopes, right? The never Trump dopes. Always said, Trump's not conservative enough, yet they liked Jeb Bush, who's open borders, big business. I mean, it always mystified me, this stuff. Paul Ryan, he's a, Paul Ryan, what? Did you know really quick, 
that um, the Heritage Foundation, the Heritage Foundation has said Trump has done such an amazing job in his first year in office, he's been more conservative than Ronald Reagan. Oh, yeah. That's incredible stuff. Heritage said 64% of items that were enacted by the Trump administration, either through executive order or another means of enforcement, and that includes Trump's budget, which has not been voted on by Congress, 64% of those those items, um, they fall into the conservative realm, right? Let me start at the beginning. Heritage started developing two years ago, a list of 334 policy prescriptions that a new Republican administration could adopt. Different actions like reimposing work requirements for welfare recipients, which Trump has said he wants to do, ending DACA, withdrawing from the Paris Climate Accord, all this other stuff, getting rid of certain gender identity protections. So Heritage said 64% of those items were enacted by Trump. In Reagan's first year, just 49% of of Heritage Foundation's wish list items were embraced by the president at the time. How about that? But he's not conservative enough, right? Oh, no, he's just terrible. He's just this. He's just that. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, that's, that's incredible stuff. Again, that's why there is fake news media out there. They want to hide stuff. They I tell you what, and I could be wrong, but I tell you how I see it. I call like I see it. And we're never going to get anybody that's 100% perfect. You're never going to have me. If you had me up there, I wouldn't give a crap. I mean, Trump doesn't care what people say, I think, for the most part. I wouldn't give a crap what people say. I would do what I want to do and just you, you vote me in. I'm good. And, that, and that's that. But this is really incredible stuff. It's working so damn well. Let's play Joe Manchin one more time. Joe Manchin this morning on CNN. And I have the video on my page at KNST.com. I'll stick it on my Facebook page. Listen to this. And then you have the border, the border security, border wall, whatever you want to call it. They're getting into a tiff about this, Chris. We have to have border security. We know that. Mm-hmm. So if the president calls it a border wall, we do need wall. We need to repair some wall. We need to build some new wall. Mm-hmm. We need other technologies, too. Goldman Sachs CEO Lloyd Blankfein said, I really like what the president has done for the economy. And let me tell you, Goldman Sachs was all in for Hillary because they paid her off to do stuff that they wanted. That was all part of the deal. And I mentioned Home Depot is now giving a $1,000 bonus to people but it, it, due to tax reform. Apparently, it's also for people that have been there 20 years. And it's, if you've been there less than that, you get less. But still, they're giving bonuses. And then the latest, uh, latest approval. All you got to do, that's why, to, to be successful, all you have to do is common sense stuff. Right? You don't take the bribes. You don't get corrupt. You just do the common sense stuff. That's it. Common sense stuff. Uh, Fox News poll has Trump at 45% approval. And I think that's actually higher than that, but whatever. Congress is still way down there, way down there. Congress is somewhere in the neighborhood of 50, yeah, 15% approval. 15. Yep. So that's cool. All right, we have that. 880-KNST, 880-5678. And again, let's, I want you to hear one time Trump give it to the press because they think he's stupid and stuff like that. Then he just owns them. This is after he said he'd love to talk to Mueller. He'd do it under oath. And then they asked him again, number 27, really fast. Number 27, then we'll get to other stuff, the U of A, uh, the global warming story. 27, here's Trump. Do you do it under oath, Mr. President? 
You mean like Hillary did it under? Who said that? Oh. I said that. Did oh. you do it under us? Uh, oh, you said it. You did say it. You say a lot. Did Hillary do it under us? I have no idea what I'm going well, I think you have an idea. Do you, you have an idea? Do you think you'll Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Do, do you not have an idea? Uh, you really not have an idea? I'll give you an idea. She didn't do it under us. But I would do it under us. Listen. But I would do it. And you know she didn't do it under us, right? She would do it under us. If you didn't do it, if you didn't know about Hillary, then you're not much of a request. <laughs> Say it. To reach a higher standard, you would do it under oath. Oh, I would do it under oath. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I love when he just gives it right back to them. Right? Isn't that just great when that happens? And then a Democratic uh, congressman, Tim Ryan of Ohio this morning, said that the shutdown hurt us as a party. We went in as a party without a plan. Isn't that funny? Just think about that. A Democratic congressman is admitting we went in without, as a party in this shutdown without a plan. They just, oh, it's, people are going to love us. We're nice. We're going to fight for illegals. Yeah, who wouldn't in America like that, idiots? So, so he said we went in without a plan. And yet the media, what did the media originally say? Oh, the Democrats, they're so right about this. They know what they're doing. Trump's clueless. He's an idiot. He's dumb. He's this. Uh-huh. That's why, you know, it's not even worth watching the media unless you want to find comedy and how stupid they are, which is what happens. Which is what happens. Uh, who's this? Uh, I can't see the screen real quick. Um, hang on. William, thanks for waiting. Welcome to KNST. Those young whippersnapper um, <laughs> reporters. Yeah. Hey, I have a question for you concerning Mueller. Well, remember when Donald uh, ran the, impre- uh, the Apprentice program yes. on TV? Yes. Well, part of negotiation, maybe you should say to, uh, um, to Mueller, hey, I want to know all the questions in advance. and You can't ask any others. And after all, this is part of the Apprentice program as far as I'm concerned. And if you don't like that, Mueller, you're fired. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that. Um, it, there's a story from CNN. Mueller gives Trump attorneys possible topics for interview. Mm-hmm. Yes. So they've said, what are you going to ask us about? And you got to remember, you know, what was the whole point? The whole point was of his investigation was, did, um, did Russia somehow collude and uh, somehow help Trump win the election? And they can't find anything, and it morphs into so many other things. That's the danger of having a, a, a special counsel. Yeah, I so, thought Russia wanted Hillary to win. Yeah, they did. That's why this is all a bunch of garbage. I mean, Trump said, "Let's he." You know what? You know what's a story that has not received as much attention as it should? Because I remember when Bush was in office and everybody was clamoring for it, and people always wanted it. Anwar, right? Up in Alaska, right. we wanted Anwar. We wanted to start drilling in Anwar, and forever we couldn't do it. Couldn't do it, and there was like major fights. There were debates on talk radio about Anwar. We should be in there. We should do it. Trump got that months ago. Months right, ago, right. and and you you hardly hear about this stuff, right? And right, these are the right. things that 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 need to be talked about and that are out there. And 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 you know it, the reason I bring this up is that Hillary didn't want any of this to happen. Russia, they only make money by exporting energy, which is oil. That's why they went in and uh, uh, went into the Ukraine. That's why they did this stuff. They wanted the oil and the natural gas. So that you, know, you know, there's no way that Russia wanted Trump because they knew Trump would unleash our energy, which would drive down price and create competition. So it's it's really a bunch of crap. But Mueller, he, you never know what they're going to do, and he's got to justify his en- enormous salary and all his people. So that's why they're going with all these different directions about stuff. But I'm telling you, I think they're finding out. I I read some people and follow some people on Twitter, and they have interesting theories, and they think that maybe you know Mueller was interviewing with Trump to be the next head of the FBI again once he fired Comey. 
And they went a different direction, but who knows what they talked about. Next thing you know, Mueller is the special counsel. And now, and, and, now, now, hang on, hang on. So maybe there's okay. a plan in there. Maybe there's a plan in there where Trump says, hey, hey, Bob, there are a lot of people in this government that are corrupt as hell. And I think you're a good guy. True. Go through this. Let's smoke them out. You can ask me anything you want. I have nothing to hide. And all of a sudden, what are we finding out? We're finding all these FBI agents in deep state and secret societies and crooked as hell trying to take down Trump and Comey involved with Loretta Lynch and Obama and Hillary and the dossier being paid for. Maybe that's what will all come out of this. And nothing on Trump. You know, you know, you just never know with this guy. That's true, Garrett. So, anyway. Say, Garrett, another thing. Um, the radical uh, uh, feminists. Yes. Uh, does that mean they're maybe they're maybe they're lesbians? And would they? If so, would they have a bias toward uh, straight men? You know, I bet you some are. I don't know if every lesbian has a bias toward straight men. Because, listen, as a straight man, there are some lesbians that I admire. Okay. Um, yes, I understand that. You know, it's just it's just one of those things. Um, <clears throat> I I don't I don't there I I will get into this. They, I went to the website of Force on the U of A campus. Feminists yes. organized to resist, create, and empower. And the picture of the people on the the website, it's uh, it's an interesting group. Let's just put it that way. It's an interesting group of young ladies, and yes, yeah. yeah, so. That's all I can say about that. But okay. I mean, well, yeah, if they're lesbian or not, I don't care about that. But they're just nut jobs. You know, there are lesbians that are not nut jobs. Well, so, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, we'll go with that. Okay. All right. Thank, thank you, man. you very much. Thank, thank you, you very much. You got it. Well, I'm glad that you're welcome. No charge. You get that for free. <laughs> I think we should start charging. You think so? Oh, yeah. And now the money gets <laughs> donated to me. No, no, no. no. Just buy the advertisers' products. It's yes. all I ask. They put their neck out on the line and. They, they support this show and this station, so I just ask you to support them. That's what keeps me here and keeps Ryan here and keeps Jasmine here, so we're going to keep on going with that. All right, we'll get into this. <laughs> this story, I have it on my Facebook page. Like and follow my Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Uh, I would qualify this as an S-hole program. We don't need it. But U of A is recruiting feminist interns to fight heterosexism. How does this get jobs? Why does every student pay for this? We'll get to that coming up. KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Okay. 928 can be 76 degrees today. Sun is out. It looks beautiful. It's cold other places. God, it sucks everywhere else. It's a good thing we're in the minimum wage capital of the world. Or America. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'll put that story on my Facebook page. I'll do it during the break. Facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it because your life will be... Fulfilled at that point. <laughs> All right. So uh, the you know, I have this story on my page, and I tweeted this out as well. University of Arizona, campus reform. Uh, again, we had Fincham on. We don't need this crap. You should be pissed if you are just an Arizona resident. You're, you're paying taxes here, and you're subsidizing this garbage, okay? U of A is recruiting feminist interns to fight racism, classism, sexism, ableism, and heterosexism on campus. A lot of isms. A lot of isms. Uh, I'd like to start a club to fight stupidism and get rid of these things. Anyway, the school's women's center. Where's the man center? Men's center? Where is it? Is it the bar? Uh, Mikhail. And I mean, why is, why is it okay to have a win? Imagine if there was just a men's center and not a women's center. You have like a whole bunch of angry chicks. Women's center. Women's center. They, they host this. They have something at the women's center called force. Feminists organized to resist, create, and empower. 
So if somebody asked you, mm. told you, may the force be with you, would you say no? At this point, yes. I would say I don't want that. <laughs> they recruit student interns every semester to help create a feminist community. Why the hell is it the U of A's job to create a feminist community? It is not your job. You have just a bunch of people that are um, ideologues, ideological, politicized, whatever. They want to push their point of view on everybody, right? That's what they want to do. On the website, wrc.arizona.edu slash force, women's resource center.arizona.edu slash force. Uh, it says here, if you'd like to be part of our feminist community and help create change, join us every Wednesday evening. Wh- why? What's going on? Force interns are committed to personal growth and campus change. Like in what way? What way? Is the campus not feminist enough? Is it too masculine? It's a freaking campus. What more do you want? If you want to be a feminist on your own time, go do it. Why? We subsidize this. This is part of the university. This is part of the fat that needs to be cut. Right? To make it more affordable to go to college. Too many people can't afford to go to college because of this garbage. It's ridiculous. Um, no, I didn't call them fat. I said the, the shut up. Look at the picture. I would bet, just, just by going off stereotypes, that on the the uh, the force website the the uh, that's on the Arizona you know wrc.arizona.edu/force uh you have 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 women in this picture they're all part of this right they're part of force i would bet not one of them is wearing a bra I'm just saying because they're not they don't based on stereotypes am i right am i right or am i right and i'm okay with that by the way i'm okay with that I'll tell you what, based on stereotypes, the chick there with the uh, on-sleeve tattoo is going to wreck you after the show. Yeah, and the one, yeah, I know. She's, yeah, she'll be pissed. You talking about me? Yeah. You talking about me? Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) Leave me alone. So anyway, it gets, yes. It says here, this program description... At the U of A, we are a collective of feminist, social justice-oriented individuals dedicated to raising awareness on issues of gender and inequality. They nurture activism events and consciousness-raising engagement on campus. Again, Bob Robbins, president of the U of A, why do you not leave your office now and go to this place and say, what the hell is your point? What jobs are attained because of this? What jo- what lessons in life do you learn when you do this? I mean, otherwise, you guys want to go meet on your own after school somewhere? You go ahead. But it shouldn't be part of the university because it's paid for by taxpayers. Matter of fact, and this is, this is even better, it's an unpaid internship, which, again, my internship was at a radio station. I learned more about radio in my internship than I ever learned in four years in college. Um, my wife interned at a utility company because she's a business major. What the hell do you learn to get you a job in the real world as an intern for this uh, man-hating chick group. Like, what What? What do you do? What do you do? Here's something they do. You ready for this? Force interns have to pay for their unpaid internships see, because they have to pay to take the internship. They pay, in-state students, they pay almost $3,000, over $3,000. Out-of-state, almost five grand. Because you got to pay for this academic credit. 
Now, how does this help you in life? That's what I'd like to know. Um, what events does Force host? In the, what do they host? Okay, this is what they do. They host an arts and crafts uh, event where crafts are made out of expired condoms provided by the U of A Women's Center. You intern on how to do origami of condoms. I got an email or a message or something, you know, what kind of, uh, you know, what, what kind of balloon animals can they make out of the condoms? They pay the, and yeah. So they do this garbage. And the U of A spokesman, Chris Sigurdsson, told Campus Reform, as with any internship taken for credit and overseen by a professor, students get professional experience, do work that is meaningful to them, and take a deeper dive into reflecting on what they've learned and discovered through papers and projects. How in the hell does this help you get a job? And every, by the way, every student pays for force to exist from the Women's uh, Center on the U of A. Again, women's at the Women's Center, you have this force, and they get these interns. The force program is funded by the school's mandatory $75 student fee. Students are forced to pay that every semester. So for, if you have a four-year degree, you're paying at least 600 bucks to help pay for this crap to exist. Hallelujah. Where's the Tylenol? 880-KNST, 880-5678. This is what is not needed. This is why college becomes overly expensive. You have diversity people, two of them at the U of A making 429 grand a year. Like enough is enough is enough. And you need freaking lawmakers that have, that have stones to get in here and say, we don't need this crap. Let's get rid of these courses and these employees, just like private businesses do. You cut overhead, you cut costs. Make it more affordable. Let's not make sure that our young people and people in Arizona that go to school come out with a gazillion dollars in debt. You don't need this garbage. You don't need it. Where are they? Besides Fincham, where are the rest of these fools? Where is Doug Helmethead Ducey to get out here and say the same damn thing? Where is he? I got this email from my uh, friend Dave. Once you get a diversity position, you have a diversity problem because they have to justify their paycheck. That's how it works. You know when, uh, in the private sector, when people realize those, that guy's not needed, they fire that person. It's just how it works. Uh, we'll continue. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Just ridiculously dumb. What a waste. Uh, more on uh, this and uh, the latest thing that you are doing. You, have, you are causing global warming. I'll tell you how. This latest thing, this is so dumb, causes global warming. It's KNST. Here's Fox. Three things I think you need to know. One, Trump's uh, approval rating up to 45% now, baby, which means it's well over 50. Uh, he also has made news. He said he will. He can't wait to talk to Mueller as long as it's cool with his attorneys. Under oath, unlike Hillary. Oh, yeah. And then he said, oh, uh, you know, I'm cool with, uh, you know, uh, I think we should totally morph uh, citizenship for, uh, you know, these uh, DACA illegals and stuff like that. And they said, well, how long? 10, 12 years. You nervous? Or as like callers said, uh, that's how long it takes to go back to your home country and get back in line and come back. <laughs> I think it's all, all, all the art of the deal. All the art of the deal. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, the tax reform is working so well, and the whole we love illegal alien thing is not working so well, that this is the first Democrat to say this. Joe Manchin has said, we need the wall, we want the wall, we should have the wall, we're going to build the wall. It's working. See, he voted against tax reform, Joe Manchin. He's a Democratic senator of West Virginia. He needs to get reelected. And they're finally realizing what American people want. No other Republican would have the stones to do what Trump's doing. 
Everything happens for a reason. Uh, it's it, This is what winning looks like. Uh, third thing I think you need to know, Tucson is the minimum wage capital of America. Uh, the number one place for people to live that are minimum wage is Tucson because they get to keep more of their own paycheck. That's right. Uh, workers in Tucson that are on minimum wage have the highest annual surplus. About 8700 bucks. Not a lot of wiggle room, but after paying uh, the median rent, you get a little over twenty grand a year earning minimum wage. After the median rent, the groceries, utilities, transportation costs, your leftover cash is eighty seven hundred four dollars. Number two is Fresno, eighty three hundred eighty six bucks. We love. Oh, we're just so proud of that. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, now, you may not believe in global warming, especially how cold it's been. That's what they call climate change now. Uh, the latest thing, you remember, I mean, you think it's crazy, right? You, they, they tried to blame cars and, and airplanes and burning fossil fuels for global warming. Then they said, you know what? The damn cows. Cows fart methane gas. We need to all become vegetarians. Hey, global warming. Hey, global. And you're like, are you out of your mind? Are you nuts? We start laughing at that kind of stuff, right? And remember the story didn't get a lot of credit or a lot, a lot of, a lot of uh, traction in the media. I talked about it. It was last week. Do you remember this, Ryan, when I talked about this? Yep. No. When uh, there was a story came out, a bunch of scientists said all these models and predictions about global warming and temperatures warming up, yeah, they're off. They're wrong. They're not based on a lot of stuff. We did that story last yeah. week. Yeah. Didn't get a lot of traction. Uh, now... The latest thing to be blamed for global warming, even though it's frigging cold everywhere else, the sandwich. That's right. The sandwich. Is there a miracle whip on these sandwiches? Nah, pro- God, I hope not. But that's because just, that's just a crime. This isn't a sandwich. It's, it's a crime right there, this miracle whip. Anyway, so are they going to go after subways? They make sandwiches. You're contributing to global warming. I swear. Okay, scientists at the University of Manchester have found a surprising global warming culprit, sandwich. In the first study of its kind, swear to God, who's like, let's find out, do sandwiches cause global warming? Would you have a bad sandwich? Researchers carried out an in-depth audit of various sandwiches throughout their life cycles. Found that triangular meals, triangular, really? Could be responsible for the equivalent annual carbon emission of 8.6 million cars in Britain alone. What? This goes to, uh, this is all from Britain. According to the British Sandwich Association, the UK spends about $11.3 billion, that's in American money, every year on sandwiches. All this stuff. So, they wanted to look at the environmental impact on sandwiches. They looked at over 40 different sandwich types, recipes, combinations, how they're made, packaged, transported, stored. They also considered the waste produced in making them. Stale, rotten, outdated sandwiches that are thrown away. What they found out was that not all sandwiches are created equal. Some have larger carbon footprints than others. The highest footprint was found in pre-made, pre-packaged, all-day breakfast sandwiches. They contain eggs, bacon, sausage, and they're kept packaged and refrigerated. Got to burn that uh, fossil fuel to keep that fridge going, right? Right. All that until they're sold and eaten. So that's estimated to add up to about uh, 3.18 pounds of carbon dioxide. About the same as driving a car for 12 miles. These people need lives. They literally... So are you telling me that if all of a sudden people stopped eating sandwiches, the world is going to cool? Why? Did they cut down on sandwich eating this year because it's been cold everywhere, right? 
idiots. You know who would believe this? The nut job Dr. Randy Freeze. Yeah. That's a state lawmaker that we had on this show, and we schooled him, schooled him. I, I'll, I'll take credit. I schooled should, him yeah. on uh, the Paris Climate Accord. He had no idea what it was about, but we should do it. Uh, let me ask you a question. We didn't pay for this in America, correct? No, thank God. No, this is the, the Brits. All right, then whatever. What do you mean, whatever? <laughs> but, exactly. But here's the What's problem. Here's the problem. You're Jeff gonna have, Flake won't point it out. You're going to have idiots. He never points stuff out. You're going to have idiots <laughs> in this country believing it and say that we should stop eating sandwiches in America. Well, that's only if somebody reads in the story in the British accent. It'll be, uh, <laughs> it'll be canon. According to the team, a number of factors affect the sandwich's carbon footprint. Ingredients is one. Lettuce? Like pork in particular. Meat in general, pork in particular, cheese, shrimp, lettuce, tomatoes. They have large carbon footprints. Who has a pre-made shrimp sandwich? But no, not even pre-made though, just any sandwich. They said the pre-made ones are the biggest, but others, you know, like a shrimp po' boy. Producing these ingredients, like also the bread and the condiments, can account for 37 to 67% of carbon dioxide produced. Packaging. Refrigeration in trucks. I mean, all this stuff, what are you supposed to do? Not eat? You know? Yes. What are you, what are you supposed to do at that point? Because you got you to put, well, then you're angry because <laughs> you're always hungry. So what are you supposed to do at that point? Are you, are you supposed to just sit back and, and I mean, you, you have meat, you got to keep that refrigerated. What can you eat that's not refrigerated? Tofu. I Tofurky. refuse. I refuse. Tofu beef. Uh, Tofu fish. No, 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 no. This is what they did. This These stupid fools, these eggheads. Everything needs to be refrigerated for the most part. Otherwise, Spam. otherwise you're going to eat the processed, prepackaged stuff. You get. Like, I've never understood the whole idea of, like, you can buy the, like, if you go down the aisles in the supermarket, like, chocolate milk. And it's not, like, in the, the, the refrigerated area. It's got, like, milk proteins in it. So it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be refrigerated. But it, but it qualifies as milk. Yeah, it's gross. That can't be good for you. I was raised on it. Look what happened. <laughs> and now environmentalists are trying to have, they're trying to push a meat tax. Americans for Tax Reform has this story. Bloomberg Law, they quote into that. Um, they claim they've never been closer to a meat tax before. Excise tax on beef, pork, chicken could be the next thing in a state and local tax environment. Syntax, because they try to tax soda, cigarettes, all this stuff. So Why would you tax chicken, though? Chicken is so yeah. lean. and ter- hey, They just want to make money from you. Want to make money. Uh, Ashley Byrne, associate director of uh, for PETA. We have never been closer to a meat tax. We've seen people, including meat eaters, realizing the meat is bad for their health. So delicious. By the way, the soda taxes are backfiring everywhere. In Philly, I believe in Portland as well. I mean, they just, people aren't buying soda anymore. Because it costs too much money. Anyway, that's all it is. It's not keeping people healthier. It's just destroying the free market. Oh, let's continue. 953. It's your morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk.